Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And it, this is the episode, this is the show where we watch Ghost Adventures. Uh, very excited to report that this is the last episode in season two Woo! that we just watched. Um, I don't know if it's chronologically the last one they made, because they're out of order and it's bad. Uh, but this, this is the, this is it. This is it for season two. Um, and just so you know, sorry for a week off. Um, we did actually prep for a recording, a special one, which we'll do yeah, for so next week. And it actually works out perfectly because this is the end of season two. So it'd be nice to have a little special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think of that. So we did record or we, we um, watched with our friends, Laura, Ray and Austin. Um, and we actually didn't watch Ghost Adventures, but we watched... Okay, so Zach has a new show about his museum that he's putting together. Have we we've mentioned his museum several times? I'm sure. I think so. I'm not quite sure. He's putting together the haunted museum, the Museum of Haunted Objects, and he has a show now because he's realized that people who own haunted objects are incredibly good television. The show is called Deadly Possessions, and it's basically haunted Pawn Stars. It's fantastic. It's fucking amazing. You really need to see it to believe it. Um, and if you want to, like, you know, watch it to be up to date with us when we when we record this and, and and post it, you can actually find season one, episode one on YouTube. It's it's there. It's cropped, so it's kind of like badly framed, and there's but it doesn't really affect that much. I also, I think they they slowed. The yeah, film down just it, a tad to not get in trouble. Just a little teeny tiny bit. Just enough that the YouTube robots don't catch him. But it, it, it's kind of funny because it emphasizes how slow Zach Bagans talks. <laughs> 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 and it also lowers his voice just a little bit more. I'm sure he would love that. Oh, yes. He would think that's wonderful. Oh, The more he can sound like a man, the better. Uh, but the, the basic premise of the show is that he interviews people who bring in scary objects. And we'll tell you more about it on the next episode. It gets buck wild. It. It, gets, it gets totally out of there. The first episode is called The Dybbuk Box and Robert the Doll. So if you need to do some research, you can get in there and check it out. There's actually, I believe, a lore episode on Robert the Doll. Um, seriously? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So he's like a seriously... I, mean, I listen to a lot of like spooky stuff. Um, so I don't really know if it was like Sawbones or I think it was Lore, but they there's a bit about Robert the Doll. Um, but it's really good, and we were gonna record it, but it ended up being super late, and yeah, plus it was, it was Thanksgiving week, and there's so much, just to, lots of stuff going on. Um, and so, so we are the, going to record that for next week, yeah. and we'll post it next week. Um, and we would have had uh, um. Laura and Ray and Austin over tonight, but Laura Ray is feeling sick, so. Oh well. So oh well. We, so feel we, better. We finished off season two instead, and season two they went to Clovis, California, to visit the Wolf Manor, mm-hmm. uh, which is a building that uh, has a pretty bad reputation. Uh, it looks like a big house. 
it it yeah it's a big house and at one point it had like a hospital built into it like attached to it yeah that was demolished about 10 years ago oh did we mention this was set in california i think we might have okay anyway it's set in california clovis california and they call it the black hole yeah, it's the black hole of Clovis, and it's got, got this name because apparently a ton of people died here. It was one of those asylums, or sanitariums is what they were called, uh, where, you know, they it's like a combination hospital and prison. The rumor was that you'd enter the building and you would never come out, and that about 100, or sorry, and that about one person died per day. Uh, and this... now, there's there's a lot of caveats here though because oh, that yeah. one person died a day. That number comes from a time in which there was a there was an especially high population at the hospital, and also really bad care. Yeah, and really, really, really bad care. We'll get into that. Apparently, there was a lot of abuse, and um, and obviously, you know, this place housed a lot of people, and it wasn't that big of a, a unit. Zach keeps saying that probably. Quote, probably thousands of people died here, unquote. Yeah, I wrote so that down too. I, I'm just curious about the probably yeah, what and is the, the probably? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And uh, this the staff turnover was apparently average of 30 days, which is how bad the stuff was here because people couldn't handle uh, how stressful of an environment it was. And how horrible of an environment it yeah. was. This place apparently closed down in 1997. Thank God. Um, the first person they interview at this place. Todd. 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 First off, we I, I think uh, the, the, the building is it looks abandoned. Uh-huh. It is fallen apart and dilapidated. There are boards over over windows it does not look like it's in good shape todd wolf purchased this place apparently he was a skeptic before now he's definitely not a skeptic now uh, so there's one thing he has in common with zach the other thing he has in common with zach <laughs> is his taste in clothing and hair they're like almost wearing the exact same shirt yeah, I think they're both wearing Rebel Spirit, and t <laughs> Todd is it has dark hair, and he's got it gelled and spiked just like Zach Bagans. Hi, Lydia. I have to wonder because so many of the guys, well, I guess not so many, but there's a significant amount of guys on Ghost Adventures who are interviewed who end up dressed pretty much exactly like Zach Bagans, and I'm wondering, like, are they? Do they know? Are they big fans? Is this just a coincidence? Or is Zach giving them fashion advice if they don't know, like, how to dress for the show? Like, what if they're like, I don't know how to dress for this. And this Zach's like, I'll do your hair. Ghost Adventures <laughs> has a dress code. <laughs> I'm really good oh, at Oh, my hair. God. Okay, can I mention something really quickly? Yeah. A lot of the narration that Zach does over this episode mm -hmm. sounds like it was, like, videotaped in an airplane it does. bathroom. Like, I noticed that. The, the audio quality is so bad mm -hmm. of his voiceover. And, like, I know we're not fucking NPR over here mm -hmm. or anything, but holy shit, it's really bad. Yeah, like, especially it's very for, tinny. For network television, the amount of echo yeah. in there is just awful. So Todd talks about this past sanatorium, um, and he really disrespectfully refers to the patients as <laughs> crazy, crazy people. <laughs> Excuse me. That's a really oh old-fashioned word to use for people who have mental illness horrible horrible mental illnesses who are basically in jail yeah so rude um and yeah there are several other people that get interviewed throughout this episode and i don't remember their names 
But there's a lady. A lot of ghost hunters. They're all a like, lot of ghost hunters. They're all yeah. like ghost hunting people. There's a lady in a dress. There's a guy in a very blue shirt who apparently was working there one time, or was he a ghost adventure or a ghost? I think hunter? he was a ghost hunter. Okay. Now, well, I, I thought know. he was like he was doing kind of, something. He was a pretty straight shooter. He might have been like he was doing something in the underspace. He might have been checking the place yeah. or whatever. I don't know what I don't know what people do. Yeah. This this show like moves nothing. so fast, and there are so many things that you're just like, oh my god, that. Sometimes, like, names just go right over your head. Um, All of these folks tell them stories about getting grabbed or pushed or touched or whatever. And, of course, mm -hmm. Zach gets really excited by all of this. And the one, the lady, the one lady is straight up to him, like, I don't recommend that you taunt the ghosts here. And Zach says, oh, why? Why is that? <laughs> she tells him she thinks it's foolish. Uh, during this whole pre-lockdown, they pull out their EMF devices. Oh, and yeah. apparently they're, like spiking um can i say this is the first time this has been conducted with any degree of scientific rigor because zach gets an emf meter out and then he gets another emf meter out <laughs> to check and make sure that the one isn't broken he gets a control group out Ooh, wow so he actually uses a control group uh sample size is still one so no real important conclusions to be made but at least he has a control group this time yeah that's <laughs> i guess an improvement uh, yeah. So they get like a 3.5 reading on the EMF detector, um, which according to Todd is is weird because the house is not hooked up to electricity. But here's the thing. They're all wearing wireless mic packs. And I know we've <laughs> probably harped on this quite a lot, but that's just like it's the number like, come on, guys, you're sending electromagnetic yeah, magnetic signals through the air. Right also, now. I'm not quite sure. I'm not really uh, that knowledgeable about EMF detectors, but they do like push them side by side right next to each other. Yeah, they get right close to and each other. And I don't know if that would have any weird effect on them. Like, you know, when you try to put two magnets together. I really, I, like, honestly, I don't know, but that's just something to consider that maybe that could have affected, you know, how they were working. Um, oh, so uh, this is where we kind of learn about the fact that the hospital wing has actually been demolished. So there's no physical evidence of the hospital wing in this in this area anymore. And there were like some there was like video footage or photographs of these hospital wings. And they kind of looked like when, you know, like middle or high schools have extensions and they're those yeah. like kind of trailer buildings. They looked like that. And apparently. And, and hey, just so you know, if you're planning on watching this this episode after listening to this, it's some bad stuff, guys. Like, yeah. It's, it's... And I think there's like an actual real photo of yeah. people restraining somebody. I, and... It's really upsetting. Like, don't do, <sighs> don't don't watch it if you're sensitive to that kind of thing because yeah. it's not really worth it. The Ghost Adventures are not very um, respectful. What's fucked <laughs> up is that there is an episode like right before this where the the episode started with a warning that said, you know, warning this episode contains imagery not suitable for children. Mm -hmm. When this episode did not have that. And definitely had way more disturbing stuff in it. Yeah, definitely. Ugh, yeah. Um, but anyway, this the hospital. By ward... the way, all that shit's way scarier than anything that happens after the lockdown gets oh. started in this episode. <laughs> well, the um the the hospital wards they got demolished um when Todd bought the property, and apparently when he figured out that it was extremely haunted, he had a what he called a sensitive. <laughs> That makes me laugh my ass off. I know. A sensitive. Sensitive must be the wording of the sensitive. Like, that's what they call that's themselves. That's what they call themselves. Yeah. My name is Madam Jinkies. I am a sensitive. I'm a sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, and apparently she, like, the, the mission was to 
basically herd up all the, the ghosts in the hospital ward and bring them into the main building, which took apparently two days, which probably cost two days. Oh, probably cost a fees. whole lot of money. And Zach, <laughs> ever ever the, the, uh, ever the man who is careful with his words, describes this process uh, by saying she took a big net and flushed them all over here with it. <laughs> like a toilet. <laughs> Uh, we hear some death stories. There were two um, murders. Patients fighting each other. Supposedly, okay, this is messed up. Like they they keep telling us that the mansion area was basically where they would keep the like violent and dangerous people. Mm-hmm. But there's also talk later about how like you'll hear people moving with their walkers upstairs. Yeah. If a person has to use a walker to get around. I don't think that's a dangerous person. No, because that <laughs> could be a weapon. Yeah. That would be an awesome weapon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you needed it, though. Not if you, like, needed it to get around. You probably couldn't use it as a weapon very effectively. <laughs> also, unless, like, I mean, obviously this place was pretty inhumane. But unless you're, like, locking these people up in tiny rooms... The main building is not really equipped, like, space-wise for violent patients. No. I mean, it's just a normal house. It's a big house. And with rooms, it just doesn't seem very practical, I would say. So uh, Todd shows us this one room where he was doing a ghost hunting kind of thing. And uh, he caught, like, a black figure that rushed at him. Was that the one that looked like a rag doll on the floor? No, then he describes, okay, <laughs> then he describes what he and his friends referred to as the man baby. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that I just looks, blew the mic. <laughs> it looks like a pile of, like, socks and dirty laundry that he captures. It really does. He captures it on his camera for, like, a second. It does not look like a supernatural figure. No, it looks like just a bunch of shitty garbage on the ground. Yeah. The cat is in a position that looks very uncomfortable on your lap right now, Cassie. She is so happy, though. She's letting me play with her teeth. <laughs> She's okay with it. She likes it. Oh, now I'm lifting her, her lips. Cool, hon. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have and, a weird cat. And, and by the way, punctuating Zach's interviews with Todd is Zach's Zach is like a is is so easily distracted Mm -hmm. by tiny 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 pieces of ghost evidence and I guess you have to be if that's the little noises yeah the little the little peeps and poops (laughs) and I mean they catch a tiny the tiniest peep you've ever heard in your life like and it causes Zach and Todd to both go and when they replay it for us with the enhanced audio it goes that's it it's such a they think it's a kid's laugh and maybe from their perspective it sounded like more but from our perspective it sounded like a little squeak um they're talking about briefly todd says that like there were children born in this building so obviously there would have had to been children dying here okay what the fuck todd Doesn't make any so, sense. So, okay, technically this house used to actually be a house for a family, but they barely go into that. And apparently the, the house was like basically taken from them in the, the Great Depression, during the Great Depression. They had a lot of, they had a lot of unpaid taxes. So the state uh, seized their home through civil forfeiture. <sighs> during the Great Depression. How fucked up is that? Super fucked up. Um, man. Hey, civil forfeiture is fucked up. Look that shit up. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of like, just like saying things without any 
um, evidence to back it up. Oh, um, apparently, according to Todd, um, this place used to get really bad service from the state as far as the coroner. And so you would often have to wait quite a long time. Uh, uh, if someone died, you may have to wait a couple of days. And then Zach says, maybe weeks or months. Unprompted, he says this thing. Without without any any evidence. He's just saying these things. And, and, and Todd's just like nodding his head. Like, sure, yeah, whatever. Works for the TV show, sure. Uh, I mean, it could have been. That could have happened. It could have. Uh, but that would have caused a very bad odor. And I'm sure surrounding houses and businesses would have smelled it. Um and also, like, I wrote down, Zach makes a, a, a goof, a goofy comment um, when they're talking about the amount of patients put in a room. And oh, my God. So they had... God, it's just so inappropriate. So this place was super, super, super crowded. And um, they sh Todd shows us a room that is probably about the size of our living room in our very small apartment. And he said that this was used to house typically four patients at a time in a room this size. Which is a sad thing. It's extremely sad. That's really fucked up. And then <laughs> I thought you were going to finish that. No, I'll let you. Okay. And then Zach says, four patients, you would have to have a lot of patients to deal with that. Uh, Give me a break. Zachary. Uh, this is where we hear the story of the dude who got up in the crawl space and on his way out, he got his ankles grabbed by a ghost and then he fell out and almost died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would totally like, okay, if I was in his position and I thought I, I felt something grab me, I would probably like, like just convulse with fear and hit, <laughs> hit my head on something trying to get out and, and I'd probably fall too. This is also where Zach starts talking to some lady who the Chiron just describes her as Clovis Wolf Manor guest. So I don't know what the fuck. Oh, her name was Glenda. Glenda. Apparently Glenda? the lady with the Glenda. Glenda. The, yeah. The lady with the blonde curly hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was Glenda. Glenda, who is the too. Good in, witch of the North. She was just a little too into being on this TV show. Um, Apparently, she felt things pull her hair. She felt her hair get pulled, and then Zach. Zach gives us a bonus daytime. How dark it really is. Oh, there's like three of these in this episode. There are three of these in this episode. Not one, not two, but three. How dark it really is. Uh, and and he, yeah, it's dark. It's dark. Really dark. Oh boy. So dark. They show us three times. Um, we learned that apparently the cops have received 911 calls from this house after it was disconnected. Okay, so what are what are the possible scenarios here? So the pos the, the number one possible scenario to me is that the 911 system is just recording the wrong address, which is I, I John Oliver does a bit on uh 911 services mm -hmm. and uh it turns out most of them have terrible technology. So, oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's really not good. So this is very possible. The other possibility is somebody calling from a cell phone in the general vicinity. Mm -hmm. There could be a cell phone tower near this place. Mm -hmm. So that would mean that a lot of cell phone calls would, would seem like they're coming from this area. Mm -hmm. But what, what kind of made me go, hmm, is they'd say that the that 911 got calls from this this property and then they'd say, yeah, but we don't have any uh, uh, phone lines connected anymore. And they showed like broken wires. And it's like, OK, can you clarify how 911 got calls from your property if you don't if you don't have 
surely there's some record somewhere, right? Of of how of how it actually happened, what actually could have gone on to, to no, but to like cause this. Are who who's getting the phone call though? Because usually the cops. No, no, no. What I'm talking about is, uh, so okay. I ha- I have a shit. I used to have a shitty cell phone that right. It would dial if I pushed it the wrong way. It would dial nine one one like a, a a speed dial. You criminal. Multiple times it was really bad, and nine one one calls you back. They call you back on the phone. They say, "Hello, this is nine one one. We received a call from your number. Is is there an emergency?" You say, "No." They say, "If you were in an emergency, would you be able to tell us?" I'd say yes. So that's just to check to make sure that you're not in a hostage situation and you don't have a murderer right next to you. Um, so just so you know, that's what they do, um, which is really nice. Because I've heard that um, uh, hang-ups and silent calls mm-hmm. can mean yeah. something really bad is happening. Yeah, so, so they, they want to make sure that. And they want to make sure that you don't have a gun to your head and you're 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 being or forced you're like to fucking choking or something. Right. Yeah. Um, but so they call you back on your phone. So how so, did they oh. call back? That's what I mean. Like, how did they call back? What? Who? Who picked up? If they're unless they had the owner's number, which was separate, and then they'd call him because it just seems so. The whole thing is really weird, and I don't know why they included it because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it it's very make... confusing. And it's not clear what's going on. It doesn't make much sense. Uh, but we go from that to an to a very interesting expert visit. Usually these happen at oh, the boy. end of the episode, but this time we're going to visit an expert who has a piece of equipment that Zach wants to use on the investigation. And if you're thinking. Boy, we've been in the pre-lockdown phase for a long time. <laughs> You're right. It's more than half the episode, <laughs> which doesn't bode well. Oh, this dude's named Andy. I didn't write his last name down. I forget what it was. Well, that's fine. Who the fuck cares? We're protecting his privacy. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, he makes lasers for biomedical companies. Well, I'm sure he doesn't have that job anymore. Um, fuck. No. <laughs> uh, okay, Say goodbye so... to your reputation, <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, so he's invented this thing that is a special ultraviolet camera, not an infrared camera. That has a special chip inside that intensifies ultraviolet light, which okay. in itself, that's a bad sentence to say because light is the type of energy that we can see. And because ultraviolet energy is not something we can see with our eyeballs, it is not considered light energy. So it's not li- so it's not ultraviolet anymore it's, after this thing does. Yeah, its it's thing not too. intensifying light. It's just intent it's supposedly intensifying energy. And so their <laughs> their justification for why this is good for catching ghosts is that ultraviolet energy, we can't see it, but it can affect us just like ghosts. Oh, and he said that like ultraviolet uh, energy is the stuff that, that affects you. It's the stuff you can feel like a sunburn or your 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 hair raising up. No, no I'm right. sorry, but right. no, it does not do, it does not <laughs> raise your hair up. Um, and then also like, I'm not quite sure he even understands how ultraviolet radiation works. Yeah, this guy studies lasers, which is, it's different than than optics. I mean, I'm sure he has to know about optics to do his job, but he doesn't build, I'm just saying, like, just because you build lasers doesn't mean you're like an expert on UV light, or UV energy, rather. If I am an expert in geology, that does not mean that I can invent things for a physics class or yeah. phys- physics uh, experiment necessarily. I would have to have some extensive training. Cause Zach even asks him like, what's your qualifications? Which yeah. I, I've never asked or heard. I've never heard Zach ask that before. 
I was like, seriously, it's the first time he's ever. I was really excited about this question. I was just waiting for it. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I design lasers for biomedical companies. Oh, fucking. Well, what is like, that's that's not really a a qualification per se. Like, what is your degree? What, where have you trained? What school did you go to? Um, And what biomedical company do you work for? Because Uh, I denies climate change because she is a team of researchers. It's like, uh, who are they? Where do they what work? Are they, are they, they academic? Kind of are are they, they actively publishing? Are they peer-reviewed? Like, what are the qualifications? Are they like, are they like Bible researchers? <laughs> it's like we could just slap a, a little badge on our chest that says expert. I mean, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking researcher. I watch TV shows and tell the internet about them. <laughs> Um, um, can I just t- talk a little bit about UV radiation yeah, for sure, a second? Please, okay, please. so for those of you who haven't listened to other episodes, I've talked briefly about it. And I'm not, okay, I'm not an expert in UV radiation. I'm a geologist, but I have done a little research on my own. And from the little bit that I've looked at, um, ultraviolet radiation or energy, same thing, um, is a part of the energy spectrum so if the wavelength is long that's like a wow 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 but if the wavelength is short that's like a wee, 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 wee. or like my high school chemistry teacher said <laughs> so sure, I guess. so one is like high intensity and one is low intensity and ultraviolet radiation is right above the visible light spectrum. So the, the stuff that it's we right see. No, it's above. Oh, it is? Yeah, infrared is the one below. Infrared I always is- forget that, that. I always, for some reason in my head, it feels like blue should be the one that's low energy and red should be the one that's high energy. But I think it, but it's the other way it's around. It's the other way around, yeah. So infrared is much uh, longer wavelengths and uh, 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 longer frequencies. And then um, higher frequency or sh- lower frequency, long wavelength, yeah. low frequency. Yeah. And then uh, the this is going to be the most fucking confusing episode. to <laughs> listen to. <laughs> and then ultraviolet is um, high frequency, short, wavelength. short wavelengths. Yeah. So it's super, super fast if you want to think of it that way. And ultraviolet radiation is the shit that comes from the sun. Um, you've got three different types of UV radiation. You got A, B and C with A being the most intense and C being the least intense. Um, and it turns out that C gets absorbed by the stratosphere ozone layer, so the shit that protects us from ultraviolet radiation. Thanks. When, when, they, when they talk about the ozone layer protecting us from ultraviolet radiation, they're mostly talking about that UVC. Um, and then you've got UVB, UVA. Both can hurt your skin um, and cause damage. Um, the UVB is more on the surface of your skin, and the UVA is is deeper down, and both can cause harm and cancer. Um, but uh, and 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 so uh, UVB, I believe, can. Wait, oh, sorry, no. UVA can travel through clouds and glass. Um, but it didn't. I, I didn't find anything about it being able to penetrate through buildings. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> really dark buildings. <laughs> <laughs> and this segues into the UV camera. <laughs> yep. And then there's the UV camera that apparently will capture ghosts. UV uh, radiation using ghosts. Yeah. So there's like just blobs of UV radiation float around the building. Cool. <laughs> Uh, and that's that. So that's marks the end of the pre-lockdown phase. And Zach reveals to us that the fist bumps they do at the beginning of every lockdown are for good luck. And there are so many in this, this episode. They do a, a fucking ton of them um, as they're getting set up. Zach does his little thing that he does at the beginning of every lockdown where he sh- shit talks the ghost. My favorite part is that he 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 describes it like it's the beginning of an MMA fight, like they're walking out to their music. 
which first of all or he didn't he equate themselves with uh gladiators walking into the arena or something like that yeah yeah and and like they're talking about and then he says with all due risk we come here with all due respect and then he's bullying them he's giving such conflicting orders <laughs> And then they do the second, how dark it really is. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, the, he, he's like talking to the ghosts and saying, hey, come to us if you need help. But nothing happens. They get the EMF detectors out. Nothing happens. And then shit goes down. Then, yeah, after they start, after they like, they, they, they start talking about how all of the activity was happening earlier, but there's nothing happening right now. And then Aaron gets an EMF like spike and they hear a lady moan. Which again, eh. sounds like a little squeak. Sounds like a squeaky door. Um, so they split up and they kind of go on their own individual little EVP journeys. Uh, and that's when Nick says that this is when he feels like the ghosts are here. Mm-hmm. They've just arrived. They're, They're coming, coming on in just just, just one by one. <laughs> um, if only. Uh, Zach is hearing voices and Nick gets kind of disoriented by something. Oh, and then, he gets a little EVP from the little dolls on the chair. Yeah, he's talk, He's holding up the microphone like he's interviewing these two little dolls that are sitting on a chair. And they reply back to him. Uh, and so then they decide to go down into the basement, which is where the morgue was in this place. Or it wasn't really a morgue. It was just where they stored bodies. Just where they stored the bodies. I guess that's a morgue. But it's not. It's, like an, what a morgue it's is. an unofficial morgue, I guess. Um, after they move into the basement, this is when we get our third how dark it really is. I'm mystified by why this one happened. I don't understand. I think they were like... <laughs> I think they got the point in yeah. the beginning of the first two. Um, uh, they... oh, oh, this is where Zach inexplicably tells the boys to stop using their LCD screens to get around. Which doesn't make any sense because they can't see anything. I totally missed that. Yeah, he tells them to stop using their LCD, to turn their LCD screens off. Great. This is a <laughs> recipe for bad television. Uh, and then Zach decides to crawl into the crawl space. Oh no, this is that. Oh, there's, there's, we got a lot of ground to cover okay, before we okay, get there. Because okay. um, while they're in the basement, stuff starts to really go a little crazy. Um, Nick is sort of begging for a get out, and then he gets one, but it's so weak that it sounds like a, like it's a joke. Mm-hmm. That what he gets is like get out. <laughs> um, Zach's face goes numb, <laughs> yeah. and he says he loses the hearing in one of his ears. And then uh, Aaron gets a big headache, and he wants to leave. And then Zach gets really focused on this crawl space ghost. He like puts his back up against the whole end of the crawl space. And, and this, he's is, like, this is the crawl space that the guy. He got grabbed. He got his ankles. Did we talk about him? Yeah, we did. Okay. All right. Um, Zach puts his back up and he says, put your hands around my neck and squeeze. Um, <laughs> and he nothing. hears, you do hear like a, a growly type noise, um, which they think is saying die. It, die. Just, it just sounds like a growl. Um, so they. <sighs> and, and, and Zach says, he just says, it just spoke. <laughs> And of course, he, he. This means he's got a shimmy up in there. Oh, apparently the voice said, "Want your energy," and it kind of sounds like that, but you probably wouldn't hear it unless they didn't, you know, unless they told you. And this special moment where he hears that is like, man, they focus on that so much. I feel like we see six replays of this thing, mm-hmm. and they're talking about, and Zach is talking about how this is why he does what he does. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of evidence that they want. Mm-hmm. This is the, to show you that this is real and uh, and our experiences are real. And he does he does crawl in the crawl space. Um, he looks really goofy doing so. Yeah. And then he's sticking his head out like the guy apparently was that had his ankles pulled. And he's asking the ghost or demon to pull his ankles. And I'm just imagine. I don't know. I'm not even going to go into it. But he's got his butt inwards. Oh, my towards, God. Sorry. 
Okay. Uh, um, so then he feels like something's on his neck and he starts to panic. And he comes out. And nothing happened. Um, <laughs> so that's so everything's fine and nothing happened. Uh, then they, then they, uh, he's still really energized from feeling like something grabbed his neck. So he demands that they go get the UV camera and set it up here. And they, they, they sit really scrunched up in, in the corner of the room. Uh, Recording but, the video yeah. output from the UVP camera. And they do see this, these yellow, or sorry, not yellow, these purple, these purple blobs that kind of go from one place to another. I love this part because the ghost sits down, the ghost sort of stands in the in the doorway for a second and then lays down on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> what if it just peed on the floor? Yeah, right? Well, just ghost pee. Do ghosts pee? I don't know. I guess they wouldn't have to, but then I don't know. It'd be kind of weird if you were a ghost and you just wanted to like pancake out on the floor. Well, I, maybe it would be nice. <laughs> maybe they just, although you don't need to rest, right? Because you're a ghost. You don't sleep. Don't or know. do you? I don't know. Anyway, uh, no no proof that this thing is actually capturing yeah. UV light. No proof Probably not. We're just talking about like a purple cloud that the thing sees. And like it seems to follow Zach's instructions. He tells it to come back and it comes back after like 15 minutes or more. Um, he tells Aaron to go sit next to it, and Aaron does, and nothing happens. We spent a lot of time on this. I don't think we ever see this thing again. No, we don't. We don't, <laughs> is the thing. We don't. There might be one, you know, in the later seasons where they have those really fancy camera setups where there's like three different types of cameras. Yeah, they get like this full spectrum camera, but we never go back to this UV camera specifically. Mm-hmm. Also, what is the full spectrum according to the yeah, Ghost Adventures? That's what I'm asking, because like full spectrum is a lot. That would also include gamma rays and, and radio waves and microwaves. X-rays. Like, I doubt that it's actually rays. full spectrum. Fucking neutrinos. Oh, cos- cosmic and rays are not going to be on that. But like gamma rays kill you. <laughs> no, they don't. They turn you into the Hulk. That's oh, what right. happened in the Hulk. That's you right. got lots of gamma radiation. The cat's trying to kill you, but she's also very sleepy. I flipped her over on her back like a baby. She doesn't like it, but then she likes it. Um, this episode continues for a few more minutes, but nothing fucking happens nothing in significant times um he, they go back up to the room where todd got spooked oh for first zach tells us that their next stop is the stairway and they they are there for an hour and nothing happens i love when they tell us about when they fail to get evidence yeah uh as though it's proof of something and then he when they go up into the the upstairs room uh they get no more evidence and this is where they start talking about this like shit that's like the lack of evidence proves ghosts because they got evidence earlier. <laughs> like because they got evidence in the basement, that means that ghosts are real because they're not getting evidence up here. It's logic I don't follow. I don't understand. It's not scientific at it all. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like I don't know. It feels like a person grasping at straws more than anything. Yeah. And that's the end of that. They that's don't go it. back to an expert at the end. It sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. The lockdown in that one kind of sucks. Also, ass. did you notice the really annoying background drone noise that they had going going during the you know, a good part of the show that sounded kind of like as if you were hearing alarm an alarm outside, like kind of like a tornado siren or something. It was no. just continuous and I hated it. What was it? <laughs> it was just a continuous alarm type, very subtle noise you that just, they played in the background. You, can you mimic it? <laughs> okay. Um, no, I didn't notice that at all, actually. Uh, I was too busy focusing on the narrated audio that Zach supplied that sounds like he recorded on, on his cell phone. <laughs> there is no um, post-investigation. Nope. They go straight from Zach rationalizing about why lack of evidence means ghosts are still real. 
to the credits. Yeah. Um, Zach's <laughs> appearance, same as usual. Yeah. Uh, except I've noticed that he's finally got the faux hawk going. Yeah, he's like getting his hair game right. Yeah, finally. and so did the other dude. Maybe the other guy, I showed him how to do it. It's like, Zach, here, yeah. do it like this. Mm -hmm. So that's it for season two. Yay. Season three, um, season three doesn't stick out to me. It doesn't either to um, myself. I don't really recall what's what we're in store for. I know that some of the rowdier ones are actually a lot harder to find on the internet, like to buy. So I apologize for that. If you're having a hard time finding some of the uh, mid-series seasons, like six is especially hard to find. Well, you can find it. It's just more expensive than That's the other really versions, which I don't be, understand. Well, it must have like all, some all-time greats on it. I guess. It has like Tooele, doesn't it? I don't remember. There used to be Ghost Adventures used to have something called Ghost Adventures Collection on Netflix that was like a greatest hits and it was amazing. Oh, is it not there anymore? No, it's not there oh, anymore. Crap. Well, you can find this shit online. Don't yeah. worry. This is really easy to find. Travel Channel is um, oh litigious, but they're not that good at finding. So I don't know if you guys remember Morgan and Travis, um, who were guests on our show several times um, in earlier episodes, um, but they sent me a snap of oh, an episode from the latest season where oh, they are shit. doing sword fighting. They're fucking sword fighting, <laughs> like bad LARPing. Like at one point, Zach does the like video game thing where he records with this, like puts his camera like on the sword so you can see the whole blade of it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Probably a little GoPro. A little GoPro on the camera, on the sword. Yeah. I can't wait. Cool beans. That's uh, an episode from season 15, which is currently airing right now. So I don't think we'll ever run out of episodes to do on this show. <laughs> For a very long time. What was your favorite part of this episode? That's kind of hard to say, really. Um, I liked Zach's, I just love when they rationalize mm -hmm. how not getting evidence means ghosts are still real. I really liked the UV camera guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, if you're out there, uh, what's up, man? What are you doing these days? How's it not working for the ghost adventures anymore? Yeah. <laughs> or your bio bioengineering company or whatever the heck it was well, maybe he still works there just because he invented some bad fake ghost products doesn't mean you get fired from the hospital i think you lose some credibility you do lose some <laughs> credibility especially when you work with these imbeciles i really wouldn't want um somebody who makes fake ghost detecting devices to be working on equipment that's meant to save people's lives i'm just saying okay <laughs> Um, oh, I, I wanted to uh, try a little game real quick. Okay. Um, okay, so this is just listing off vices and whether or not you think Zach Biggins does them. Does it have to be a vice? No, it doesn't have to just be. Just like an activity? Sure. Like something? Yeah. Okay, so what's yours? Alcohol. I think Zach likes to drink and he probably is like um he definitely drinks we know this he's probably into like jägermeister and that kind of shit like the shitty bro stuff yeah shitty bro stuff what kind of beers do you think he drinks oh like like um he when he was a young man it was probably all pbr and keystone and all that because it was cheap um and but nowadays i'd imagine he likes blood because he's into vampires <laughs> <laughs> sure vaping Vaping, yeah, for sure. I mean, look at him. Um, weed. No, I don't think exactly. I don't think so. I think he's I straight think edge. Exactly. Well, maybe not straight edge with liquor, but everything else. I don't think he does anything more well, than. Well, he thinks it's a dr it's drugs. Drugs are bad. You yeah. can't do drugs. By the way, we're making all this up. If you didn't know, um, um I think Zach probably uh, takes some kind of 
like trendy martial arts class. Yes. You know, like a like a BJJ. Mm-hmm. Like one of the like like uh, the ones that are more tricky. Like, like you MMA. learn more tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Krav Maga. He does more like um, jujitsu rather than taekwondo. He likes to attack rather than receive. Well. <laughs> So he's the top. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, how about? I think we have a knock on the door. Hold on a second. One thing I will say that I do like about Zach Biggins. One thing is he's very nice with animals. He he's kind of an animal advocate, and there's like one episode where he finds a little puppy. And... I mean, with puppies and stuff. Okay. There's. Do you remember when he they went exploring and he picked up a snake by its tail? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Okay, never mind. I take everything back. <laughs> he's nice to domestic animals. <laughs> I think Zach Bagans. He probably, probably thinks it's the devil. I think Zach Bagans probably likes reality television, mm-hmm. considering it's his bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah, that's about it. This enig- enigmatic man, Zach Bagans. Who is he? <laughs> and why does he seem to get dumber and dumber? Yeah, he's not consistent. No. That we, we're so fascinated by this man. Yeah. If any of you have information on what Zach Bagans is like in real life, mm-hmm. please tell us. Oh, and also, um, so again, you know, I've been listening to a lot of lore because you can just play it on repeat. It's a good show. It's a good show. Um, there was an episode about the H.H. Holmes murder castle. Oh, yeah, man. In Chicago. Um, you should look up this story because it's really freaking It's wild. Crazy. It's totally fucking It's America's nuts. first official serial this killer. Dude, just to give you a taste of how wild this was, the guy would hire a crew of people and then hassle them until they quit or he would outright fire them over the course of a week, at which point he would then hire more people so that by the time his place was built, nobody knew the full blueprint except he, except him. And it turns out that his building, which was meant for young single ladies, was built to murder a lot of people. It was built as like with like tiny gas chambers and stuff. And little shoots that would send you down into the basement. So if you've seen the episodes of Sher- the episode of Sherlock with the guy, is it a hospital or a house? I think it's a hospital. Keep going. I'm not. Uh, I don't have the clues yet. There's an episode of Sherlock based off of H.H. H. Holmes, um, where the the bad guy, uh, his, the building that he works in, is designed to kill people. Like he, it's just like H.H. H. Wow. H. Holmes. I don't remember that at all. That's cool. Maybe I'm totally just hallucinating. I, think you might be. I don't think that was Sherlock. There was the one guy who who like no it was it was because because Sherlock Holmes is on the table and there's a guy who's about to kill him. Yeah, I'm just completely. I swear this a is blank. an episode. Anyway, I don't think the Ghost Adventures. Oh, have been... was it the fucking? It's the one. It's the was it the the episode with the prison from the fourth season? It might be. I think yeah 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 where they set up all these traps where they have to do all this crazy shit. I don't know about a bunch that. bunch of people get murdered been a while since we watched that show we should probably watch it again um but i don't think the ghost adventures have been to this location um and right no, as far as i can tell they have not um I, of course we're not caught up with the seasons but so if 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 they have gone here please let us know yeah, we'd us like know. to know but um apparently the original building is no longer there um it was either demolished or a fire burnt it down um but right but now the, the this, basement is still there the basement is still there where he did torturous activities and um and the building on top is now a post office it was super <laughs> fucked up if you ask me so uh if anyone knows zach biggins uh a please don't tell him how much we bitch about him and b 
um, please encourage him to go there because I would really like to see that episode. And see whatever information you can give us about what he is like in real life. I really <laughs> yeah. just have to know. I've got to close the book on this mystery man. How does he put his toilet paper rolls in the slot? Is it underneath <laughs> or is it over top? <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening to Insanely Haunted. It's been a good time uh, for us. I hope it was a good time for you. Mm -hmm. Um, We love when people review us Mm -hmm. and we love when people rate us. We really appreciate it. Um, Thank you to those of you who have given us ratings. Um, And and remember, if you have a friend who watches Ghost Adventures, share the show with them. I'm sure they'd like it. This is an amazing show to watch together anyway anyway um, <laughs> i do two other shows there's zenkai boost there's plus ultra they're both on the internet plus ultra podcast.com zenkai boost.com we're at insanely haunted.com where uh cassie uploads her beautiful art uh before and with every episode so please check that out if you're only listening you're missing out yeah all right um the art was done by leandra that's her hand Thanks, Leandra. Thanks, Leandra. Anything mm, else? The music. Oh, the music is uh, is a, uh, a royalty-free track by s- s- some some person. Uh, Argo Fox is the name okay. that was attached Are you to sure? it. Yeah, that's okay. the that's the username of the person who made this track. Okay. Oh, tired. Let's end this. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. Uh, my name's Max. I'm Cassie. And what you just heard was a Class A EVP. Yeah.